Oh, hallelujah. Yes, you are King of Heaven, Father. Oh, Father, be our vision. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Beautiful song. Beautiful song. Lord, be our vision. Welcome this morning, everyone joining us this morning. I want to specially welcome you to another beautiful, wonderful, glorious day. Thank you so very much. This is the day the Lord has made. We rejoice and we are glad in him. This is our sixth day of the prayer and fast that we have been engaging in. The Lord has been so good to me personally and I believe that to as many that have connected with us that are connecting with us that are joining hearts and spirit with us in this spiritual adventure I believe that the Lord amen has begun to do something new something special because indeed that is what we're seeking for we're seeking for spiritual renewal we believe in God for a you know a spiritual transformation empowerment we believe in God to you know empower us in the sense that we we are able to see, amen, the days ahead with hope and faith, all right, that we don't lose, that we don't lose heart, that we don't faint, amen, in the days that we live in. The scripture says if we are running with, you know, men, you know, on foot and we find ourselves fainting, how, how do we survive in the days we are called to run with horses? Come on, this is a day we are called, amen, to engage from a new dimension of spiritual capacity, the journey ahead of us is far and we have been called to sit and eat. We are eating, we are getting renewed, getting refreshed in the presence of God. And I believe that as we allow this wisdom, because indeed this is wisdom, this is how wisdom builds his house. There is a time where, this, where they say to you, stay, wait, don't go, just relax and, and, and get renewed, get refreshed around. For that which is ahead of you so we don't want to burn amen ourselves up we don't want to allow the enemy amen to catch us in a state where you know we 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 get to we know we, we get to give up our you know our position all right in the spirit we understand the nature of the days that we're living in we understand the nature of the battles that we are engaging and we understand what it requires for us amen to be able to stand and 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 defend that which heaven amen is doing in in our day all right when, when i say defend i mean taking our own spiritual standing all right the bible says i haven't done all to stand the reason why we stand is to defend amen the position the office that God has given to us, the, the you know the victory that heaven has given to us, and we need to do that, Amen. In our in our revelation, in, in growing in the revelation of Christ, as the more we grow in the revelation of Christ, the more we have a footing in the earth. We want to have a solidity in there. We want to have a voice in the earth. We want to have, Amen, a, a situation where through our life God can wrath violently. God can do great things. Remember, one of the things that we have said in time past that whenever God wants to move in the earth, it needs a people. It needs a people. So basically what we're doing is, you know, finding the, the, the spiritual technology, the modality of how to present ourselves, the kind of a vessel right, that, 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 you know, that will be required to carry out. If you look at what is going on, particularly here in South Africa, the level of hate is, is increasing. We can see it. We can see hate. 
increasing. And it's not just here in South Africa. It's a spirit that is released across the board. It's an Asian spirit, okay? We're dealing with the spirit of the age. One of the things we're going to deal with is the spirit of hate. We're not going to deal with that. But to deal with that, uh, we have to be consumed, hallelujah, with, with, with God. God is love. We have to be consumed. I mean, literally be consumed because we are going to be tested in all of these things. So, uh, you know, taking taking step back and really getting to hear from God and getting to be renewed. Bible says he renewed, you know, you know, the strength of them that wait on him. Waiting on God is a ministry on his own. You know, sometimes most time we are we assume that okay, being busy or being busy is actually being effective. No, sometimes just to wait, rest. Remember, this is a season of rest for us. It's Sabbath, all right? We have entered the complete circle of a Sabbath. All right? Noah means rest. All of the things that God did through the life of Noah, bringing his people out of bondage and servitude and of you know destruction, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm bringing them to a new day, was done from a position of rest. Noah built from rest. He built from the reality of rest. He was a, he was a man who rests in God. And it's in the rest of God that we have the vision, that we have the creativity, that we have, you know, the, the, the character formation, the, the, the stability, all right? That attitude that never gives in, no matter the hate, the, 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 the hatred, the true at Jesus, no matter, you know, the, 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 the hatred, the true at, you know, at Stephen, this guy, I mean, this man, this man was built. This guy was built. I mean, Stephen was built. <laughs> he was built. I mean, the, the, the Pharisees were stoning him. The Bible said they gnashed their teeth against him. They said, no, we're going to kill you. And this man looked up and he said, Father, forgive them. This is not Jesus speaking. Stephen. It was a, this guy was just a deacon. They, they took him as a deacon to help table. But he was, he was so sighted. He journeyed in the spirit that uh, his condition, his position in the things of God even supersede, amen, some of the 12 apostles. Come on, friends. So this is something that the spirit of the Lord, amen, will have us individually look into, all right? We have to renew our strength. Renewing our strength means renewing our vision, coming to a new position of sight, coming to a new position of faith, Coming to a new position of spiritual understanding, amen. Coming to a new position of spiritual, you know, uh, 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 structure, amen. That is what it means, all right. Our inner man has to be built, has to be, you know, reinforced. We have to be restructured. We have to be re empowered, re energized. We have to, amen. There, there has to be things in us that needs to be upgraded, changed, plugins in us that needs to function properly. If there are if there are things in us that is not allowing proper, you know, functionality, we have to come to the dockyard. We have to come, amen, to, you know, to the house. We have to come to the potter's house. Let him, let him break us and remold us because of what is ahead of the, uh, ahead of us the bible says if the days were not cut short even the very elect the bible says the things that will be happening will cause the heart of men to literally fail them they can bear it so we have to develop capacity we have to develop the the spiritual you know uh, uh, tenacity we have to develop the spiritual you know uh, wisdom we have to we have to know christ again <clears throat> Excuse me. There's a word the Lord has been, you know, you know, uh, 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 dropping in my heart, or you know, maybe just flagging in my spirit, if I may say. All right, and that is reintroducing God to ourselves and to the generation. 
We have to, we have to re reintroduce God. We have to come to know again who this God is. All right? you know, many of the things we know of him or about him amen, has almost become you know, overused. You know, uh, they've become almost obsolete. We need a fresh, a fresh revelation. We need a fresh you know, encounter with him. Yes. For the, for, the, for the day that we have been brought into, we need something new. We cannot depend on what we had before, what, what we know before, what we have experienced before. Have you noticed the Bible says there was a generation among the children of God, amen, that did not know the God of their father. A generation arise while they were in transition and moving and, and, and being caught in all kinds of things in the transition. Somehow there was a generational gap in terms of the revelation of who God is. That God will have to reintroduce himself. You know, he had to reintroduce himself to Abraham. And then he introduced himself to Isaac and then to Jacob. And that's how it is. In every generation, God comes down and reintroduces himself. <laughs> he said, Moses, Moses, so who are you? You know, in the days of, in the days of uh, uh, Lot, excuse me, uh, uh, Saul, he had to introduce himself. You know, we can, we can be so caught up in a, in a position where we think what we know of him, it's, it suffice, it's enough to do, to do what we need to do. But the Lord will have to introduce himself again and again to us until we come to that full reality, until we come to that full position, until we come to that, you know, well, you know, a, 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 a robust revelation. Hallelujah. We know Christ in measure until we come to that which amen, we need, we require to be able to represent his intention for our own day. The complexity of the day that we live in, amen, demands that, amen, we come to a new position of spiritual revelation. Our, 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 our revelation of Christ, amen, must be upscale, must be advanced, must be enhanced. They brought John to the Isles of Patmos and they wanted to show him, hallelujah, the, 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 the conquering king. They needed to show him who Christ is. In that dimension, he was almost falling for an angel because he assumed this was Jesus speaking. That was John. That was John the beloved. They had to bring him. They said, come up higher. Let's show you there are realms. There are dimensions. There are portals. There are gates you must enter. There are, you know, I was thinking about a word yesterday while I was, in fact, planning to come speak in the evening. As we try to break the fast, of course, you know, ESCOM has begun their thing again in South Africa. So they, they took the light. They say, slow shedding. God help us. You know, so, I, you know, the, I, I was thinking about this word. The Bible says, all right. That we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And then the Bible says that, amen, that there is a power that is at work in us. That we can do all things according, according to the power that is at work in us. And, and it's like the spirit of, of, of the Lord just flash, amen, this word. What are the powers at work in you? What are the powers? So, well, there's the Holy Spirit in me, yes. But that Holy Spirit is, 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 is expressed, amen, in authority, in power. And they are at work in me. According to the power that is at work in me, in you. <laughs> there are things we've got to discover. We need to rediscover. There are realms so that we may know the height, amen, the breadth, the length, the depth, the, the width. We've got, there are realities we have to believe God to stretch us into. And if they're inviting us to the place where they can show us and we're not responding, then, then we are going to become a casualty in the days of the end. The Bible says you need to keep your heart, that, you, that, that, you that your heart does not fail you. We need to do the things that is required of us, that our heart does not fail us. 
The heart, the heart of Peter failed him in the day the Lord needed him to stand in defense. But they've already told him. <laughs> they've told him. Peter, you're going to deny me. He thought he had enough. <laughs> he thought he had enough revelation. He not enough of, you know, experience. Our experience, amen, are subjective. Our experience of Christ are subjective. Come on, friends. What we know of Christ are subjective. We know in part and therefore we prophesy in part. I, I want to move from the path that I know. I want to have a bigger and a better measure. So that when I speak, I will speak from the position of the testimony of Jesus. The Bible says the, the spirit, amen, of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. Jesus had the testimony, amen, of the things that he said, or that he testified of. They said we were with him on the holy mount. The things we saw, the things we heard, the things our hands have touched, we handled them. We have to come into this reality. We can no longer speak of Christ, amen, as a second path, as a second point, you know, as just, you know, a reference point. It must become that which we have experienced. Our position of experience, hallelujah, must continually, amen, bring us to a new reality where our life becomes, amen, the very testimony. The Bible says that we may become what? A living, a living epistle, known and read of all men. A living, not dead, not written. The written one is there for us to take it, amen, to become alive, to become living. The word became flesh, dwell among the complexity of the 21st century. The word became flesh and dwell among, amen, the, the, the black life matters, the white life matters, and all of this, you know, you know trend are going on there. Our, we've got to become the living word to the people. That's our testimony, friends. But for us to be able to do all of this, you see, a lot of people know what Christianity ought to be, what Christianity ought to, you know, show, reflect in society. <laughs> but the power to become that thing is not there because we're, nobody's ready to, to, to pay the price, to pay the price, and to take the journey of becoming. Our challenge is becoming. Not just having the understanding, you see. We have to want to become that thing so that when we stand to speak, we're speaking from a position of truth himself. We're speaking from a position of one who have seen. I mean, if, 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 if we rise up and begin to speak from the position of, you know, spiritual encounter and, and revelation and expression, that which we know. Think about the life that will be transformed. And I perceive that the days ahead of us will require that we have this kind of spiritual encounter. I need it as you need it, friends. There are things that you're going to say, you know, that the spirit of the age will just pour water on that fire. It's gone. It's dead. They will beat you to argument. We cannot, we cannot win the battle by arguing. We cannot win, we, we cannot win the, the war by, you know, by, by, by debate. No, you, you want to, I mean, there are people today who are twisting the word of God. Some of these devils, they are in the best of the best of the theological, you know, seminaries and, 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 and you know, and, and, and Bible schools. They are, they are just there to, to, to twist the word of God. So if we're depending on the, on, the, on the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, we are going to be defeated hands down. We need a divine encounter that exposes, that brings us to a day where, amen, what we proclaim and declare becomes life. 
Life is what must flow out of us. It's that life, amen, that translates to light. It is the life of God in us that translates to light. That when you speak, you speak from a position of life. <clears throat> position of life. Suddenly, people's eyes begin to pop open. Suddenly, light means, amen, that things are exposed. Things are revealed. Things are made clear. That's what light is. <clears throat> you know, I was sharing the scripture with my children yesterday. I'm teaching my children about purpose. See, one of the things that we need to do if you're raising children, the first thing we need to do as they begin to grow up is to raise, is to teach them purpose. So I discovered this, you know, a few, few, few days ago. Now, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> Before my children start growing up, I need to begin to teach them about purpose. So what, what, I, what an experience, that, you know, these children are coming into just teaching them about purpose. About purpose. Everything in life has purpose. What a, what a foundation to build, to, to, you know, to lay for your children. That giving them education is good, but the best education is that, you know, you, we as parents, as fathers and mothers, lay the foundation of purpose. Biblical concept of purpose. I was teaching my children. I love this. Maybe you could, you could do that too if you're not doing that. They need to have an understanding. That before my, 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 my girl grows and get to that teenage, she already understands purpose. So nobody, no guy come to her life and you know, speak some things and try to you know, wangle her mind to do otherwise. No, she can tell you, sorry, I don't do this. It doesn't align with purpose. My son doesn't grow up, amen, without understanding. All right, purpose. Purpose is what grants us insight, wisdom, knowledge, grace, capacity, understanding, and the ability to de develop discipline, to resist, amen, or to compromise is purpose. So that's just, by the way, one of these days we'll talk about that, raising our children in this, you know, uh, ungodly age that we're living in. Alright, so 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 I was just you know interacting. I was something I wanted to say before you know uh, I injected into the concept of purpose. Anyhow, but we, we we need to we need to have we need to have you know an understanding. We need to have an insight. We need to have a revelation of what is going to take for us to be able to represent the intentions of of the Lord in this brown new day. And some of the things that I I, I picked you know. Uh, uh, you know, yesterday, as I was studying scripture, I'm going to share them with us. But I just felt this morning, all right, that we need to renew our, 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 our concept of engaging the things of the spirit. We need to ask ourselves questions, all right? The things that I know, are they, are they good enough? Can, can they rep? I know they were good for yesterday. I know they were good for, you know, uh, uh, last year, all right? But in this, when you look at what is going on, of course, spiritually, when you look at the magnitude of, of the challenges, when you look at the complexity, when you look at, all right, the, 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 the concept of the battles, when you look at all of that, when you look at the issues going on, you understand? You want to ask, do I have what it takes? Do I have what it takes to challenge, to face this thing? Can the sling that I have kill this Goliath? <laughs> amen. Does this stone, amen, do I understand how to even use these stones? Do I have the direction of the spirit to go to the stream to gather stones? Do I have the capacity to build in the day where men are collapsing under, this, under, under construction? People are collapsing. As nations are bowing the knees, all right, systems are collapsing. We're also seeing religious system bowing. The church itself is collapsing. Do we have what it takes? Amen. 
as called out ones, as vessels, amen, as, as, as remnants of the Lord, as a new order of priesthood, born after the order, amen, of Melchizedek. Have we come to that position where indeed our life is expressing a different priesthood, a different dimension of existence? Do we have the sight, amen, to see the city afar so we don't compromise based on what men are showing us now? Do we have what it takes, amen, to press on, to continue in the place, hallelujah, of prayer and intercession? Do we have what it takes, amen, to pray and not to faint, not to give up? Do we have, amen, that sense of spiritual, you know, renewal daily, daily? Our vision is being renewed daily. Do we have the strength to mount up with wings like eagle? Can we run and not faint? Can we walk and not be weary? Come on. So I'm, I'm looking at all of these things and I believe that the Lord will continue to expand this, this truth in our heart. I'm believing that the Spirit of God will continue to help us to develop amen, tenacity, doggedness, ruggedness in the Spirit. A sense of never say die. That position of maintaining your post, hallelujah, at the gate. That position, amen, of becoming the tower of the Lord, giving sight and direction to, amen, to those in the city. Why you are positioned at the watchtower. Do we have what it takes, amen, to remain prophetic in our character, in our attitude, in our interaction, amen? Do we have what it takes to stand and guard, amen, the city? Guard, amen, the programs of God, the prophetic programs of God being carried out in this brand new day. Do we have what it takes to look into the word and hear thus hear the Lord, amen, and track where we are prophetically, amen, even within the context, amen, of the kairos of God. Do we understand what the spirit of God is saying and how we are to position, right? In the kairos of God, when they say, amen, jump into the pool and you, you, you don't have the ability to hear to jump into the pool. Guess what? You will have to wait for another season. When the carers of God comes and say, take up your mat and walk, and you're still looking like, you know, you're still looking, what's going on here? You, you, you've got to respond. That ability, amen, to respond, that ability to become, amen, to become, you know, a, a one who has been baptized with the spirit of, you know, being able. I was checking about, I was checking that yesterday. Being able. We are all born with some form of disability or the other. Every one of us, even, even in the things of the spirit. And that's why it's important that we have understanding that when certain situations, certain people, certain atmosphere open up in the spirit, amen, that we take advantage of that. Hallelujah. Yes. That's a pattern of miracle in the scripture. All right. Jesus was passing by. There was a man called blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. He was positioned there. All right. He had, he, 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 he had nothing. He could not connect with Jesus. But guess what? He had something. He heard that Jesus was passing by. That was enough. Even though he was in a state, amen, that, 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 that you know, incapacitated him. Even though he was in a state of blindness. But he, he, he was able to hear. You see, you may not be able to see, but you, come on. <laughs> you may not be able to, to you know, to, to see, but you can hear. There is always something that God gives you that will enhance, amen, your, your inability, your, your, your state of, cap, you know, you know a captivity or your, your capacitation state. Whatever it is, you've got, to, you've got to believe God. What is that thing that you've got? They say, what do you have? 
The woman said, I have nothing but this, just this, this, this little cruise of oil. Just little. There's always something in us. You see, when the season of Kairos comes, that thing you think is ordinary, that you think is nothing, that that person you never really gave thought to, that, you know, situation, that job, you know, that thing that you always joke with. I, when, the, when the Kairos seasons of God come, they will stay your heart and say, look at that thing again. They said to Moses, what is there in your hand? He said, it's just a rod. They said, it's not just a rod. This is, this, is, this is the key, hallelujah, to accessing the next season of God. You know, when seasons change, we always try to look, you know, around, look for people. No, sometimes the what we need to step into that season is around us, is within us. According to the power that is at work within you, the power of sight, the power of vision, the power, hallelujah, of, of you know, of discernment. The power, you may be blind, but you can discern things. All right? You, you may not have what you, what you need, but you have something that can connect you to somebody, to something, amen, that will allow you to step into what, amen, the Spirit of the Lord, amen, is, is, is doing. So we have to look at all of this. We have to believe God to grant us the ability, the capacity, the tenacity, amen, to connect within, hallelujah, the, the, the spiritual atmosphere. We have to take advantage, amen, of the spiritual atmosphere, of, of, of the openings of heaven for this season in time. What is there in your hand? What do you have? What do you have? You see, only in the place of prayer will they be able to show us. Only in the place of prayer would they be able to point at is that that thing? Yes, that one. That one? Yes. That one is nothing. No, no, no. Go to it again. Go to it again. They will awaken something within your heart, amen, that will open your eyes to the thing. So we we we, we need to have an understanding. You see, you see, for for, for layman, amen, layman, the general to got to, to get healed. The position, just just a damsel, you know, a slave girl around her. Excuse me, around him. Just a slave girl around him. <laughs> it was a slave girl that connected Naaman, the general of the Syrian army, hallelujah, to the prophet. Who will, hallelujah, give him the kind of, you know, breakthrough miracle that he needs. We have to believe God to open up, hallelujah, our spiritual posture so that our sight, our understanding of, of, of how things ought to work. Amen. Can begin to, amen, be, uh, you know, be enhanced. When you start waiting on God and fasting, they'll start showing you what is there in your hand. What do you have? What's there in your house? They begin to show you people. See, that man, yes, you connect with that person. That person, all right? You link up to that person. Do that. Do this. You've got to understand this. That's how the Spirit of God, amen, works. And I just felt like I needed to just encourage us with this, with this, with these words this morning. But there's something I quickly want to share, you know, this morning with us. Something I want to share with us this morning in first, you know, uh, uh, first Peter. Thank you, Father. First Peter chapter 4. First Peter chapter 4, I want to quickly share this scripture with us. You know, dealing with, amen, the spirit of the age. Dealing with, amen, engaging the, 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 the spirit, amen, of the last day. You know, it's not enough just to understand, yes, that it is a spirit that we need to contend with. Alright? If we don't contend with this thing, we will not be able to step into our prophetic destiny. We will not be able to carry out, you know, successfully the plans and the purposes of God. Alright, it's one thing to know purpose. It's another thing to understand how the Lord will have you engage with purpose. How the Lord will engage us, amen, with, 
that which he has already given or that which we already know. All right. So all of those things are things the Spirit of God is basically revealing to me as I read scripture and as I, you know, look into scripture. I'm seeing nuggets. I'm seeing, amen, keys. These are keys of the kingdom. All right. So all of these things that we're talking about, we have to know them and start praying them into our life. First Peter chapter 4. And I'm going to read from verse 7. It says, the end of all things is near. That word end means that we are coming into, amen, the, 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 the epoch. We're coming into, or rather we've come into, all right? We've come into the, the, the you know, the end of a, of a generation, of a season. The, uh, the, the, and one age has come to maturation, all right? <laughs> the things of God are in circles, cycles, cycles. Not circle, not boy. well, maybe circle, but in cycles, the things of God are in cycles, all right? It's important that we understand spiritual cycles, all right? Seasons are born when we understand spiritual cycle. And when the cycle of God comes into our life, we need to, we need to position, we need to avail ourselves. We need to connect to what amen, is required for that season for us to be able to move to the next dimension, to the next season, to the next reality. It says the end of all things, look at that. Amen. We can look at this and say the end of the world, but it says no. It says the end of all things. The end of all things. So things that were being done, that were being carried out in a particular generation or season, amen, came to a point where they no longer, where they can no longer function or where they can no longer produce as they ought to. It says the end of all things, all things is near. It didn't say the end of the world. It said the end of all things, amen, is near. Therefore, be alert. That's the first thing I want us to understand. I'm dealing with something this morning that will enhance our spiritual, you know, posture in the earth. Our, our condition of operation within our home, family, amen, community, our workplace. When you understand that, amen, they have brought, you understand, in, in the past six months, they brought the end of all things, amen, to a crescendo, to a, to a pleroma, all right? And a new day has begun, a new season, a new, a new, a new, a new position of journey has begun. Hallelujah. And we are in the twilight of this new day. Remember, this new day is further leading us into the day of the Lord. Amen. This new season. Somebody say, how do we know that uh, the season have changed? Well, when we look at prophetic calendar and align them with, amen, the, judge, the judgment that we have seen, amen, on, on earth. And look at how, amen, uh, God's counsel and God's, you know, voice, amen, he's speaking expressly. We can see. For those that are prophetic, for those who are spiritual, mature in the things of God, they know that we have entered into a new day. All right, new day doesn't mean that well you you bought a new car. Uh, newness in the spirit does not mean all right that 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 thing was just created. No, newness, amen, is determined and defined, amen, by prophetic timing, by prophetic season. All right, newness in the things of God are born based on the carriers of God upon the earth. Amen. Newness. Amen. When God said, "I do a new thing," it means I'm bringing you into a new sphere. I'm bringing you into a new, into a new day, into a new position. He says, "He says, do, do not consider the former." Remember, we're looking at that scripture in Isaiah 43. He says, "Don't, don't 
call it to mind. Don't call the former to mind. It says, I have brought you into a new day. I'm doing something new. Like I said, that new, amen, defines, amen, a new position of seeing things, of interaction, a new position, amen, of in, in, in connecting to the things of the spirit. Hallelujah. In, in fact, it is newness that brings us to a new day of maturing. When we talk about maturing into the full image, into the full dimension of the son of God, those are things that are born out of amen our our walk with god based on the seasons of god upon our life amen we grow in the spirit based on the prophetic timeline of god as the more we understand the prophetic timeline, the more we connect to the demand of God, the more we connect to the voice of God and we respond, amen, we grow, we develop, we increase, amen, until we come to the, the, what the scripture calls, amen, the, the dawn of the day, amen, the full light, the full sun, until we come, amen, to the day of the morning star, hallelujah. That's Christ for us. So we are journeying, we are growing, we are increasing, we are developing, all right, all right. Spiritual development is so totally different from how we look at, you know, you know, human physical development is different. Even though you can, you can borrow pattern from the natural to try to understand the spiritual, but the spiritual is totally different. It's a complete different ball game, all right? The more we respond in obedience, amen, to the voice of God, the more, like I was sharing, to, you know, two days ago, the more our heart pressing and yearns for the presence of God, the more we seek to know Him, the more we get to grow in the things of the Spirit, the more we get to understand our, our identity and our ability to function in divine representation in the earth. Hallelujah. We've got to understand these things friends the more we pray and say god i want to align my heart my soul to your new day i want my life to change to flow amen to connect amen to 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 to, to inter to inter interact amen with what you're doing integrate me to your to your day bring me lord to this new reality undress me of the old i have outgrown that amen i've outgrown the shoe i've outgrown amen the coat whatever it is lord give me a new wear hallelujah then the lord begins you see, that awareness causes the Lord himself, amen, to begin to walk on your behalf. Why? Because you are aware. The Bible says this place can no longer contain us. We've got to expand, but you have to wait, amen, on the timing of the Spirit. You have to wait, amen, on the instructions of the Spirit. So, so if you're looking at the natural, if you're looking at, you know, how things are in the natural, the Bible says he who, he who considered the weather, hallelujah, will not sow. If you want to consider all right, how things are in the natural realm to engage spiritual things, aha, you will miss God. You will miss God. You will miss God. If you want to consider things, you understand, Elijah knew on the mountain amen, that the seasons have changed. They told him, they spoke to him, they said the seasons have changed. But he had to go engage in the spirit. Why? Because as he pray and connect in the spirit to what has already changed, you understand, there will be physical evidence in the natural realm. And that was what he was seeking for. So that that which a man has been ordained in the spirit can then begin to what manifest in the human realm. There are things that are that are that have been overdue over your life. There are prophetic seasons that have been overdue over your life, over your space. But because you know you can't relate, you can't connect. You know why? Because we're too carnal, we're too soulish. We try to look at things via our own condition or of experience. You cannot use the experience of yesterday to try to interpret the seasons of God for today. <laughs> you understand? So 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 Elijah began to engage, and he was sending his servant. You know, his, his apprentice said, "Go check." He says, Master, I see nothing. He said, well, but I'm picking something in the spirit. I'm picking a signal in the spirit. Something has changed. 
All right? And the, the guy kept coming back. He said, but I see nothing. I'm sure that guy was almost getting frustrated. He's just that he can't be frustrated, you understand, with his, with his, with his, with his master, with, his, you know, with, with the one teaching him. He knew that something definitely, I mean, you, you, you can see what the master is seeing. So he said, go again. Go again. You see, when we have the, this kind of spiritual sight and understanding, it, it causes us to do things in the earth that people are wondering. They will call you foolish. They will say, but, but it's still four months. Who, 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 who engages others in seasons like this? Jesus looked at amen, the condition amen, of, this, of the Samaritan woman, hallelujah, in connection to the prophetic timeline. Amen. Jesus says something has changed. This is the time where the barriers, the boundaries, amen, the, 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 the division, the cultural division that has taken place between the, the Samaritans and the, and the Israelites, amen, for, for centuries, it's time to stop. He says, don't, don't push this thing forward. By the way, I heard this from, you know, uh, uh, you know uh, um, Dr. Evans. Yesterday I was listening to Dr. Evans and he was speaking on this beautiful concept. He says, don't, 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 don't begin to, you know, you know, try to, you know, you know, uh, postpone this thing. This is the time. Jesus looked at spiritual timing and, and he saw that the time has come to bring the two to be one. Hallelujah. To break the barrier, to break the boundaries, to break amen, that limitation. That thing that people are saying in the natural that, well, it's not time. It's not time. It's not time to do this thing. No, this is not the right time to begin to talk about this thing. This is not the right time to do, to, you know, this is not the time to invest. This is not the time. No, 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 no. This, uh, Jesus looked at things in the spirit and he makes decisions. Have you noticed that Jesus does not make decisions based on, you know, events, natural events. In fact, he allows what he sees in the spirit to speak into natural events. So you and I, hallelujah, remember we are prophetic people. All of the things that we do on this platform are done from a prophetic dimension. You understand? This is not just theological. This is not just theoretical. We are prophetic. Amen? To be prophetic means to live, amen, within amen, the, the, the borderline of God's, you know, program you know, of God's desire, of God's counsel. We, we live within the heartbeat of the Father. Yes. They say, come up higher. Let me show you. As they take us higher, we begin to see things amen, that will cause events to change in the natural realm. Have you noticed? We cannot change all the issues that we are seeing today happening on earth. Amen? We cannot bring people to divine alignment and or bring them to the place of redemption if we're not interacting with the with the dimensions of the spirit. If we're not picking things in the spirit, if we're not speaking as the oracle of God, Hallelujah! And this is these are things that I want us to look into this morning as we continue to interact. I hope you're getting blessed this morning. I hope your spirit, Amen, is is sucking these things. You're 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 understanding the things that we're talking about because the Bible says it says the end of all things. I'm reading First uh, Peter four again. First Peter 4, I'm reading verse 7. It said, the end of all things. A season has come to an end. An age has come. It says, it says, it says, it says unto us the culminations of the age has come upon. It says, the end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert. Be alert like a military man. <laughs> the end of all things, amen, is near. Therefore, because of how we see things panning out because of the event that is taking place in the human realm, we can 
we can we can boldly and clearly confidently give an interpretation to what is going on <laughs> you understand in, in in the book of you know act of the apostle remember act chapter two when 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 the guys burst forth into tongues when the spirit of god came upon them and things began to happen and you know people were people began to speak in tongues and all kinds of things began to happen the natural concept, the natural man looked at the thing and began to interpret it based on their own ideology. They said, these guys must be drunk. Only drunk people behave like this. <laughs> they said, this guy must be crazy. These people are so irrelevant. This is just the night hour. How do you get drunk at the night hour? <laughs> but Peter, one who was formerly timid and weak and, and denied his master, got up and spoke. He said, no. We're not drunk. What you're seeing happening, amen. What you're seeing happening, amen, is a manifestation of a prophetic promise that has come to his due day. So when we look at things in the natural, we should be able to have clear spiritual understanding and ability to give clear interpretation. This is that that has been prophesied. Many of the things happening from America to South Africa, amen, to Nigeria, amen, to, to Ghana, to, you know, to, you know, United Kingdom, all right, to France, across the continent, across the world, amen, all the way to China. All of this, we can track them, amen, but prophetic fingerprints, we can look at them, we can, we can look at them, amen, in the spirit and have clear understanding, amen, of what they mean. The, the, the crisis of our day, the challenges, amen, the, the, the breaking of, you know, homes, marriage, divorce, amen, the dysfunctionality of society, all right, the, 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 the embezzlement of funds that is meant for, you know, for, for, for people to, you know, to, to, to develop community, to develop and being embezzled by, you know, by, by men, all of the things that we are seeing, amen, the sense of corruption and sense of entitlement that is taking place, all of that we can trace it to a nature that is is being birthed, amen, via spiritual understanding. We can trace them. And to trace them means that we know how then to live our life. That's the point, you see. Because things that are happening in the human realm tells us how to live life. Or it tells us what to do with the condition of our own state on earth. You see, when you see these things happening, he said, when you see these things happening, those, amen, who are on the mountain should not come down to, you know, to the valley. He says, when you see this thing happening, he said, flee. You know, you know, there's always context to what God says. When we understand the context behind the word of God, we will not be caught up. We will not be caught in. We will not be edged in. We will not be trapped. He said, be careful that the day does not entrap you. We don't want to be entrapped. Rather, we want to be a voice and a solution, amen, to what is going on. That's what I'm talking about, friends. So, the events happening within and around our life speak to us, amen, of a prophetic season. Speak to us about the nature of the age, about the nature of the day that we live in. He said, therefore, the end of all things is near, amen. Therefore, be alert. He said, the end of all things is, is near. Therefore, be alert and be sober-minded. Be positioned as one, amen, at watch. Be alert. Be vigilant. He said, and be sober-minded. Sober-mindedness means, amen, the ability not to be coerced, not to be, you know, forced into, not to be lured into, not, not to be captured by our emotion. Be sober-minded. I've shared this before. When we're sober-minded, amen, we, we, we are not overridden by substance, 
Sober-mindedness means that we are not we are not hijacked by our own adrenaline. Our emotion does not hijack us to do things. All right, we don't we don't we don't we don't invest our decision, amen, on things that are not, amen, you know, are not are not assigned, are not defined, amen, by by God's prophetic, amen, demand. There are things that we do, you know, that we just feel like doing it because, you know, uh, we just feel like doing it. Sometimes we get so happy, you know, you know, oh, I'm happy all by myself. Happiness, amen. When we live life based on happiness, we will do things that we're gonna regret. But when we live life by joy, hallelujah, we are being regulated. You see, when we live life by joy, we will be happy, but we are not overreading. We are we are not cajole. We are not enforced to make decisions that will cause us to regret tomorrow. Because you see, sometimes our sense of happiness, amen, is 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 the increase of that you know that you know chemical in in us. You see that there are all kinds of chemical in the human body, in the human system. All right, because you because you feel so happy, you know, you make decisions you're not supposed to make. You you know you do do things. You go to places you're not supposed to go. He said, be sober-minded. That's what happens to people when they get drunk. When 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 they when they get drunk, they are over. They they, they you know they are captured. It's not it's not them. You know they, they don't make decision. You know on the sense of understanding again. You know that 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 alcohol, that you know drug, whatever it is. All right, please. I hope you understand that we have to understand that it's not just people who are on substance that are captured and you know by ungodly spirit and make decisions that are you know that are not you know okay even people that are saying all right when we don't know how to live life and we allow you know those excess you know a uh, uh, toxic you know uh, uh, emotional chemicals in our body to cause us to do things or say things or just jump at it's the same thing that that controls people when they get angry or when they you know start saying things or start you know that sense of emotion we it say be sober be sober minded i'm just telling you that these are the characters of what amen, is motivating what is pushing people today in the days of the end all right so we have to understand this and we need to you know we need to know how to keep our spirit, how to keep our life in such state, amen, that we are not, we are not hijacked by the enemy. It says the end of all things is near. Therefore, be sober-minded. Listen to this. So that you may pray. <laughs> so that you may pray. It says the end of all things is near. Be alert and be sober-minded so that you may pray. So the reason why we need to be sober-minded and be alert in the days where all things are coming to end, in the days where all things, amen, have come to a point where they can no longer move further, where they can no longer step into the next reality of God's intention. He said we need to be alert, be sober-minded, amen, so that we can what? Engage God in the place of prayer. Why do we need to pray? Because prayer is what gives us the next dimension of instructions that we, we need. You see, it's in prayer that God speaks to us regarding his next counsel, his next purpose, amen, his next, you know, a, a will and desire. It's in the place of prayer that we get to know what the Spirit of God, hallelujah, is requesting and demanding. What the Spirit of God will have us say, how the Spirit of God will have us respond. It's in the place of prayer. So prayer is not just about you petitioning God. It's also the place where God speaks to you. 
about things that you need to do, hallelujah, regarding situation, complex situation on earth. You see, prayer is a two-way stream, like I always say. So if we ever think that prayer is just about you speaking to God, no, no, you missed it. <laughs> you missed it. Prayer, it is a, prayer is a two-way stream. You speak to him, he speaks back to you to in the place of prayer. I don't think many people have really paid attention to that other side of prayer. We pay amen, attention to the side where, yes, we need to pray. And we do a lot of prayer. We do a lot of prayer. But we don't really get to stop in prayer and say, God, pray back to me. <laughs> God, pray back to me. Speak back to me. All right? Yes. Communicate back to me. Because prayer basically, amen, is a spiritual interaction. It's a spiritual communication. And communication is a two-way system. All right? How do you communicate with somebody? How do you, you know, just, you, you're, you're on one side of the phone, the, the person is on the other side, and you kept talking, talk, talking, you know, and you never give the person a, a chance to speak back. How do you say you've communicated? Communi true communication is a two-way thing. Is, 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 is a dialogue, not a monologue. Amen. So we, we need to understand that when we pray, the Lord speaks back to us. All right? So when you finish praying, you should be, you should be in the state of anticipation. You should be in a state of readiness to hear God. And guess what? God will start speaking to you from the moment you finish talking. And the talk of God can take through the whole, can take the whole day. <laughs> I've noticed that with God. God can speak now and then he decides to, you know, connect to someone else that is getting his attention. Then he comes back to you later on. So what my point is, so when you speak to God, Throughout the day, be alert, be sensitive, be prepared to want to hear. I said something to God. I spoke to God about something. I presented a case to God. Amen. They will respond, but they will not respond at your own time. But they will begin to respond from the moment. They say, they say, Daniel, from the day you set your heart to understand these things, from the day you set your mind, from the day, from the how are you set your mind? <laughs> Heaven responded. But it took 21 days for the answer to come. From the very day you set your mind, you set your heart to understand. We have deployed, we have, em we have employed you know, people to answer the case. We sent a result. So when we are praying, we should also have amen, the attitude to want to hear and to want to listen, to want to understand what the Spirit of God is saying. That is how I grew up prophetically. I kept telling people, this is my own secret, amen, to the prophetic. I didn't, I didn't get to be, thank God, yes, I was laying hand off. Yes, I was, all of those things. But guess what? I've been operating in the prophetic before somebody ever laid hand on me as a prophet. If, in fact, it's in the place of prayer, God told me that somebody that is going to ordain me into the prophetic ministry is going to come from the United Kingdom. I was still in Nigeria. And the day I saw the person, I didn't know the person, I didn't know the person, but the day I saw the person, they said, that's the man, that, yes, that one. <laughs> the things of the Spirit, I tell you, they are interested. They are interesting. If you're not ready, Alia, to be patient and to go on a journey with God, you're going to miss the time. You're going to miss the times of God. When, when you speak to God, you must, you must wait on him to speak back. He will speak. Sometimes his, his response is quick and, you know, swift. Sometimes 
There's a delay depending on the spiritual atmosphere, depending, amen, on the, on the, on the nature of the request, depending on your own spiritual, you know, understanding, the maturity. There are all kinds of things, amen, that plays out, amen, in terms of the response of God to our life. But God does respond. He responds. When you look back to all the prayer you've prayed, and you try to understand if the Lord truly answered those prayer, it will be because you have learned to be patient, to learn, to, to, to listen, to wait, and to hear, and to know. Because sometimes God is answering your prayer before your very eyes, but you're not seeing it. You see, they have to open the eyes of the prophet to see things. So, so we, we've got to understand all of the things that we're talking about. These are in context, amen, of the spirit of the age. This is where we draw strength and power to, to be able to stand, amen, and represent the intentions of God. It says, the end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert and be sober-minded so that you may pray, you may engage heaven. So you may pray. You don't focus on the things that is ha happening in the natural realm. Right? Prayer is taking your mind, taking your eyes off the natural you know, situation, of the event happening. You connect to the spiritual reality. You connect to the main source, to the main greed, to the main power. You connect to, amen, the answer to the complexity, amen, of what is going on in the earth. You know, sometimes when things are happening like this, you may ask yourself, oh, what can we do? Somebody say, let's pray. They say, hey, this is not what we need now. <laughs> what would you be needing if it's not prayer? The king was chopping the head of all his, all his, all his, all his, you know, uh, 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 ministers. Because nobody understood the dream and can give him an interpretation. He said, I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> Daniel was one of them. <laughs> Daniel was one of them. <laughs> I say, the king of Babylon wanted to kill everybody. Because they don't have the they do not have the answer to the king's dream. How would they have the answer when they don't even know the dream? <laughs> this is what is going on today in the earth. That's why you see all the agitations. You see all the issues. People don't know what to do. How do you undo this thing? How do you, you know the issues of race, the issues of you know how do you undo all of these things? The issues of the you know the the the, the, the down you know the, the downward of the economy, the political issues. Here is Eskom again in South Africa in the in the day where people are just getting into their business, you know, just trying to find their footing again. Yes, Eskom coming again and say we are going to start low shedding. How do you handle all of these things? You see. This is where people get frustrated. Some, all right, they go out and start doing crazy things. Some will end up, all right, committing suicide, depression. They can't handle it. No, this is where we have to wait on the Lord. This is where we go to the Lord and say, no matter the pressures of the time, no matter how tough, difficult, in the midst of all of this, thing, you have to go to God and begin to connect. The scripture says, <laughs> the king of Babylon says, I'm going to kill all of you. Daniel said, King, before you kill everybody, give me, give me, give me, just give me between now and tomorrow. Let me go consult my God. I said, the crisis, the reason for the crisis is for Christ to be revealed. The reason for the challenges, the reason for all the things that is happening is for a people who know their God to emerge. Listen, it is crisis that will bring forth the true saints. If you ever think that everything is just going to be going jolly jolly, everything is going to be going nice, and then the people of the world will embrace your Christianity and your... No, 
Why would they embrace it? When things are okay for them, where everybody's just having a nice time. No. But when they crash the economy, when everything looks crazy, amen, when everybody don't know what to do, everybody's trying to hang on to some trees, you know, and people are desperate, amen, but you come and say, hey, there's a way out here. And truly, they discover there's a way out. Won't they ask, how did you do it? How do you know these things? Then you can show them your God. <laughs> then you can tell them, it is my God who made a way for you. Who, 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 who's that God? You will tell them. You will, show, you will, you will reveal God to them. You, you will introduce them. This is how we will, we, will, we will evangelize the world. Amen. It will be via amen, a people who know their God. Who are strong and they will do exploit. By the time tomorrow God had showed up. Daniel did not just give the king the dream. He also gave him the interpretation of the dream. I'm just encouraging you this morning. How we look at crisis. How we look at events around us. Matters. How we look at the conditions of the earth. Matters. This is a great opportunity for us to emerge. But we cannot emerge if we have not waited on the Lord. This is the point that I'm making this morning. We cannot become the best of the best. Hallelujah. If we are not sourcing our strength from the best. We cannot engage the works of darkness. And bring the people out. I hope you understand. We've said this before. All of the things that is going on on the earth today. Is for the restoration. The redemption. Amen. Of the soul of creation. There are places that we need to war. And there are places we just go there. Just bring the people out of darkness. Just bring them out. You just say, hey, follow me. You, they follow you. Why? Because they have seen something. They've seen the light in you. They've seen that you're different. Yes. So we are tapping all of these things. Amen. It says, and pray. Be sober-minded. Be alert so that you can pray. Listen, verse 8 says, above all, above all, above all these things that you have done. It says, love each other deeply i'm talking about how to live life amen in the crazy days of the end in in the day we call amen the combinations of the ages this is how we overcome the spirit of the age this is where we draw strength capacity and power earlier in engaging the nature because listen one of the things that is going to be happening you see, all of the things that Brother Peter, amen, was, was, was releasing as an encouragement, amen, for the believers to be able to stand. When he said to them, the end of all things is near, amen. The, guys, you've got to wake up. The end of all things is near. It says, therefore, be alert. It means that when the end of all things, amen, begin to amen, pan out in the earth, people begin to throw off caution. They, be, they begin to throw caution into the air. People begin to become indisciplined. That is what is going on. They, they become anarchy. Yes, there's anarchy in the land. This is what we're seeing in America. Right? This is what we're even seeing here in South Africa. People kill with impunity. You just kill people. You just murder people in the name of hate. This is, this is the response. Amen. When, you, when the spirit amen, of the end of the age begins to come, we need, to, we need to align more, amen, to the reality of the nearness of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, amen, is manifested in the value system of, of Christ's life. All right? So when we say we are coming into the kingdom, we have to be manifested. So people are going to be throwing hate to you. What are you going to do? Throw hate back to them. No, you can't throw hate back to them. You throw love back to them. You will discover, one day, you and I will discover that love is stronger than hate. 
that humility is more powerful than pride. Than hope is powerful, more powerful, more stronger than hopelessness. This is what makes us different. Nothing else. In a day where people, you know, are, 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 are you know, addressing children with suicide, with, with suicide, you know, vest. You put, you put suicide vest on children whose life are just beginning. And you promise them some paradise somewhere, someday. What, what, what a perversion. What, what evil. In such a day, what do you do? Uh -huh. Are you getting the point? Because it's easier said than done. We can preach this day. But we need to put, our, put ourselves in, in that footage, in that position. Things are happening in our day. Events are happening. Things are happening in regions of the earth that if some of this didn't happen to us, some of us with our so-called, I've got faith. I'm telling you, you will give up. Imagine you go to church. And you just decide maybe to go out to make a call. And before you know it, a suicide bomber will walk into the church and blow everybody with your children in that. What kind of a state of mind would you have? How would you start to reconcile that? First of all, before the hate you have for the suicide bomber, what, how would you begin to interpret that before God? God, why, 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 why? Why did you allow this? You see, Oh, you say, this is, a, this is a story. It's a story, but it's a reality. This is something happening in my own country. In my own country there in Nigeria, not somewhere else. It's happening all, up, all across the world. In a day where <clears throat> you are being monitored here and there, you, can, you are not free to worship God the way you worship him. What are you going to do? How do we live life in the days of the end? All of this thing must become a reality. We must put ourselves in the position of others. You see, that's why I keep saying the location we find ourselves can impend our sense of spiritual alertness, our sense of spiritual awakening. When you live in a place where all right, people have allowed Satan to rule and reign, how do you think everybody will be living life? <laughs> it provides everything for them. There's no sense of alertness. There's no sense of awakening. There's no sense of engagement in warfare, you know, and, and pressing into, you know, because everything is fine. Look at what's going on in some part of Europe. They seem to have everything materialistic, everything. But guess what? The, the rate of suicide, the rate of, excuse me, the rate of, you know, uh, yes, suicide. The rate of suicide is so high. I mean, these are people that, they, I mean, the, the welfare system is Perfect. Perfect. By the time you're 18, you have everything that you need. And these are places some of our, you know, people are running to here in Africa. want to go to those places. But those people have no sense of life. They have no sense of purpose. They have no sense of vision. I was teaching my children. I was telling you yesterday, I was teaching my children on the concept of purpose. We went to Genesis. The Bible says, darkness was, the Bible says, the earth was formless and empty and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And I began to explain to my children what that is. When there is formlessness and there is emptiness in our life, darkness will rule. 
Because everything that God created, it created with purpose. So when you have not found purpose, when you have not located the purpose of a thing, when you have not identified the reason why you've been created by God, if you have not understood that darkness prevails, darkness will reign. Beautiful teaching I was just, you know, sharing with my children yesterday. Because like I said, you want to teach your children purpose. And God said, the Bible said, the spirit of the Lord was upon the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light. And I began to pick purpose from that point. Purpose is when we understand the meaning of a thing. When we understand why something was created. We understand why this thing was created. All right? the, the, the people who created this mouse, they had something in mind. So what was in the mind of God when he made Samuel? What was in the mind of God when he created, you know, you know, a, a, a Jemima? What, what is that? What, what, what is God trying to say? What is your life purpose? All right. Yes, it's good to, to have all of this knowledge, education and all of that. But what is? Because purpose is what, once we understand purpose, all every other thing that we gather ought to enhance that purpose. You see, we live life the other way around. We take, you know, the next, you know, uh, uh, 20 years of our life trying to gather knowledge, trying to gather education, trying to gather, you know, all of this. But we have no purpose. That's why people are frustrated. That's why people go to work. They earn money, but still they don't know what to do with their life. They are, you know, Friday, the young, young guys, Friday, they go, they go, mm, they go to the beer pile or whatever they call it. The Shabin, you understand? These are hardworking guys. They go to work from, from Monday to Friday. Friday, oh, they don't go home. They go to the beer parlor. They drink their life away. Monday morning, they continue. It's a spirit. Why? Because they have no sense of purpose. No, no, you say go work. You work. Why are you working? What are you working for? You're making money, but what's the purpose of making money? You're a girl, but what's the purpose of God creating you as a girl? What's the purpose of God creating you as a man, as a boy? You know, you, when you see, I, I, I mean, I, I give thanks to God. God just opened my eyes and say, hey, start teaching your children about purpose. So, so they don't lean on me and they don't depend on me. Now they can begin to take responsibility because they know that purpose brings responsibility. Purpose define, hallelujah. What you choose, what you hate, what you love, amen, what you, what you dislike, amen, where to go, where not to go. You see, purpose regulates your life. If purpose, amen, has, has shown you that this is how God wants you to live life. You see, like I always say, purpose is not, it's not, it's not terror. It's not, it's not one event. Purpose, amen, is an unfolding, you know, program of God for your life. I, I love, I love the picture, you know, I, I, I use in, in, in sharing this uh, uh, idea with them. I said, you know, this house that we have here, all right, this house has got a, a, a plan. And I went to take the plan of the house. I said, you see, you see, this is the plan of the house. Now, then I took them to, a, you know, a scripture in Jeremiah 29, 11. God said, I know the plans that I have for you. I said, the word plan, all right, basically means a design. Every plan must have a design. You can't have a plan that is not structured. You cannot have a, pl a plan, amen, that is not systemic. You cannot have a plan, amen, that you don't know what to do about it. Every plan must tell you, all right, this measure, that measure, a little here, a little there, three foot here, five inches there. You know, that's a plan. A plan, amen, is an architectural design. And I showed them. They said, wow. I said, yes. You see, the way you see this plan for the house, that's the way God has a plan for you. God has a plan. He has a design. 
So every, he knows where the toilet ought to be. He knows where the kitchen must be. He knows where this must be. He knows where that must be. I say, you see, that's how God deals with us. Oh, I mean, you know, I always find it difficult to, chill, to, you know, to teach children. But I was shocked that the Lord gave me the grace to do that. So I intend to just capitalize on that. Maybe this is part of what the Lord is doing in my life in this period of, you know, new day and fast. Because I've always had a desire to want to teach children. But I, I just don't have the patience. But the Lord is helping me. Anyhow, so we have to understand when, when we develop this kind of spiritual understanding, amen, and we're well informed, we're well established, amen, regarding the intentions of God. Listen to this. We will not allow some devil to come into our life, amen, and try to talk us out of, amen, the divine blueprint. That's what I'm trying to say. There is a divine blueprint for our life. There is a divine program for your life, amen. But these things unfold. They unfold in, in seasons. Here he's saying something. He says, above all, love each other deeply. Why is he saying that? Because he's tracking a prophetic word that we are in the days of the end. The end of all things have come. And in the day of the end, in the time, in the season of the end of all things, people go crazy. People become selfish. Is that not what Peter was talking about? Excuse me, Timothy was talking about. Yes. In the last day, men shall be lovers of themselves. Lovers of themselves. Why are people loving themselves? Amen. <laughs> because, because they feel everything is falling apart. Everything, look, let me get whatever I can get. Let me grab whatever I can grab. All right. So the people tend to be more self-focused. And it's self-focused that make people to hate others. And do all this crazy thing. So it says, but as you, as a community of, of the saints, as members of the kingdom of God, it says, in the day where all things are coming to an end, I need you not just to love each, love each other, but to love each other deeply. So my love for you, amen, must increase. Your love for me must increase. We must not in this season take each other for granted. If anything in your heart is making you to think twice before you express love to me, you have to kill that thing. Because if you don't kill that thing, that thing is going to stop you and rob you, amen, of the things the Spirit of God ought to be imparting into your life, amen, as one journeying with God, amen, to the place of His appearance. If there's anything in my heart, amen, that will have me to think twice before I express love to you, I have to think kill that thing. Whatever ulterior motive, whatever motive, it must that my heart must be to love you deeply. And it must be vice versa. We're tracking it. We're tracking how to live life in the days of the end. This is what would demand, this is, excuse me, this is what will make for our strength. You see, strength, strength is a spiritual attitude. Of course, strength is first a spiritual deposit that must be played out, amen, through our attitude and character to each other. Things around the world right now is making people to do what? To hate, yes. There's a, there's a spirit of hate that has been incited. There's a spirit of dislike. There's a spirit of prejudice. There's a spirit of need, poverty, lack. There's a spirit out there today that makes people feel they're vulnerable. In fact, after this coronavirus, in a pandemic, there's, there's this sense that people feel that they are being used. They're being, of course, and that's true. People feel they're being manipulated, you know, by, you know, by some conglomerates, you know, some powerful, you know, uh, systems, some powerful, you know, uh, 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 um, you know uh, what they call them now, institutions, government, 
Even governments today, you can see that many governments, particularly in Africa, you know, seem to have lost the, 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 the concept of how to handle, particularly here in Southern Africa, how to handle this corona thing. Because somebody in Europe, somebody from God knows it, will, will, will be the one defining and determining how to do things, how to regulate. I mean, you have people here who have gone to university, you have the professors that have been hijacked, they've been compromised. They are dancing to the tune of certain people from God knows where in Europe, in America. And when, when the people, when the masses, when the citizens see these things, they feel like we don't have government. And this is what forces people to take certain decisions. So in days like that, how do we live our life? How, when do we know when to comply and when to say, sorry, no, 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 I'm not, I'm, that no, I'm not going to yield to it, sorry. You see, we want to obey the law of the land. But we also don't want to obey a law, amen, that instigates us against our God, our God, that puts us in, amen, in, a, in a position where we compromise our values. You see, they are directly and indirectly taking our spiritual right from us. So what do we do? Some of us will have to go to jail. <laughs> That's the truth. Because certain decisions we're going to make and say, sorry, this one I will not compromise. I will listen to the law. I will obey. I will do what I need to do. But when it comes to my God, sorry. No, I'm not going to allow that. And if we're not start processing that and start thinking that, well, at the end of the day, you might have to, somebody might have to come bail you out because they will arrest you. If we're not putting our mind, all right, that yes, if worse come to the worst, this is what is going to happen. But even in that prison, all right, I'm just going to begin to perform the same ministry of Paul. You see, if we're not, let's not just see, oh, well, the Bible, the, you know, the scripture is written nice for us. No, these things are, have happened. The Bible says they are written for our sake as an example upon whom the culminations of the age has come upon. So in the day of hate, he said we must have deep love for it. Excuse me. We must have deep love for each other. We must have love for the brotherhood. We must have deep, not just love. It must be deep. To, the word deep there means, amen, it's authentic. It's real. It's not fake. It's not facial. It's not, it's not, it's not a mask thing. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers multitudes of sin then he went further he says offer hospitality this should be what our heart should be pointing to us offer hospitality help people do you have do you know people who who are in need who are struggling particularly because the context here amen is the community of the saints It's the community of the saints and there are people that you need to assist assist them don't wait for them to ask you don't wait for them to say, brother, I'm in need. No, discern their situation and respond. Respond to the need of the sister. Respond to the need of the brother. This is how we maintain. You see, this character allowed the portal of heaven to be opened continually upon our lives. Amen. And I, I did a note. I'm reading from a Bible, but I did a, a footnote on my, on, you know, my Bible. And I call it characters amen, of the days of the end. How to, how to avoid amen, compromise. And I wrote down this, this point, all right? There are five, four points that I've, I've written based on what we have uh, I've been reading, you know, from this uh, scripture in uh, uh, First Peter. I hope to develop a note on this later on, um, you know, just to expand this note. And the first thing, 
is all right the first thing we need to do in engaging the spirit amen the spirit of the end all right is prayer all right we have to we have to be prayerful all right we have to be sober-minded amen we have to have deep passion amen for, for the brotherhood we have to we have to become amen a sub, we have to have a servanthood amen belief system we have to have amen a stewardship character those are four one is prayer the second one is sober-mindedness deep passionate love amen for the brotherhood amen a servant heart or stewardship these are characters we've got to have within the community of the saints. So we're building the community. This is how we want to build our community. This is how we want to sustain ourselves, amen, in the place. I like that concept that speaks, amen, about, you know, you know, have deep, deep love for each other. And when we do that, amen, we will be able to overcome whatever the enemy throws at throws at us whatever challenge amen comes our way we will be able earlier to deal with them so let's believe the lord to grant us grace to live life from this context amen as i round up this morning like i said this is just basically to encourage you this is basically to encourage you to strengthen your faith amen to cause you to continue to live life from within out from inside out amen don't let the the environment don't let amen the things happening around you amen you know capture you and edge you into the point where you begin to lose amen your faith and your sense of commitment to the things of the spirit this is not the time amen to begin to play and and keep hanky and begin to you know uh, reflect the yo-yo christianity you've got to develop a stable life you've got to develop a stable spiritual work uh, and that stability must increase amen you must continue to increase amen let's continue to increase in prayer let's continue to increase amen in soberness let's continue to increase Increase, hallelujah. In, in, uh, what's, what's the third one? I want to read it. Thank you, Father. Let's continue to increase, amen, in deep passion, passionate love for one another, hallelujah. Let's continue to increase in the spirit of stewardship, amen, and servanthood, amen, to the community of the saints. It's time we allow the spirit of God to build this character in us. We have what it takes, amen, to help to sustain each other, to pray for each other as we engage the spirit of the end. Let's not give up, amen. Let's not shut our bowels of mercy. Let's not, amen, be selfish. Let's not be self-centered because these are the things amen that is happening that will continue to increase in this in this season in time amen men will no longer be alert they will throw caution to the to the air all right they will they will they will they will hate amen themselves they will no longer amen keep to mind amen the things that matters all right they will not longer they will no longer love themselves and love other people all right these are the things i've just highlighted scripture i've been reading amen first peter 4 Amen. From verse 6 to 7 and 8. He said, above all, love each other deeply because love, love covers multitudes of sin. It is the love that we have, the deep love that we have for God that we're able to express for each other and that we're able to look past the failures or the mistakes of others and of course to correct in love. We want to believe God for this beautiful character. We want to believe God to grant us an increase in this position of spiritual wisdom and understanding. We want to believe God to grant us, amen, the ability to drink from this truth. So, Father, we thank you this morning. We, we glorify you. We honor your name, O oh God. Thank you for what your spirit, O oh God, is doing in our day, in our time. Thank you once again for this impartation 
this great impartation of your mind of your voice lord oh god wash us this morning like 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 your water cleanse us renew us once again oh god refresh us oh god and Power us, O oh God, and die us, and us with your Holy Spirit again. We want to know you. We want to walk, O oh God, in a new height in the Spirit. We want our life, yes, to become re reflection of your desire in this brand new day. We want to have a deeper experience of the place of prayer. Yes, Lord, we have learned this morning that prayer is not just us talking to you is you talking back to us and th th there are times yes there are times lapse in your in your communication with us there are times you speak to us yes but then then you stretch yes that communication yes father help us oh god not to delay help us oh god not to not to be tired of waiting to listen as we go about our daily work as we go about our daily assignment help us to have the hearing ears Help us to have the ability, grace to listen and to respond. When you call us, we want to respond twice, oh God. Once you have spoken, twice have we heard. We want to hear you. We want to know you. We want your spirit, oh God. Yes, Lord, to take us deeper, oh God. Your word says for the deep calls to the deep, oh God. Like the noise of many waters, our heart, soul, and body yearns and pants for you. In days where men are becoming haters of God, we want to be lovers of God as we love you. Yes, ourselves. We want to love our brothers. We want to love the brotherhood. We want to love your church, the ecclesia. Lord, help us to stand. Help us to position ourselves, oh God. Help us not to look at the weather to sow, but help us, yes, Father, to respond to the voice of your spirit as you continue to speak to us about the carriers that you have brought us into. Father, we want to delve into this pool that we may be healed. We want to flow. We want to flow in the river of your spirit, oh God. Help us, oh God, to hear. Touch our ears to hear. Touch our mouth, oh God. Touch our eyes uh, to see. We want to see. We want to know. We want to walk in the high re reality of your demand for this brand new day. You say, behold, I do a new thing. It's springing forth. Shall you not know it? Father, help us to know. Help us to interact, oh God, with this new day. Help us, Father, to surrender to the speakings, to the move of your spirit. Help us, Father, to see what you're doing in the life of others. Help us to be a voice that confirms. Help us to be, yes, a voice that affirms Help us to be a voice, yes, Lord, that reforms. Help us to be a voice of restoration. Help us to be, oh God, instrument, oh God, yes, of transformation. Help us, Father, in the name of Jesus, to become that wall, that wall that is high and lifted, oh God, bringing, yes, direction and vision to the city. In the name of Jesus, we take our place, oh God. We will not forget the things that you have spoken. We remind ourselves this morning of the things that you have declared, of the things that you have proclaimed, of the things that you are doing in this city in time. So Father we say come Lord come Lord Jesus. Maranatha take your place. Have your way. We proclaim may your kingdom come. May your kingdom come. May your will be done in our lives this morning. May your counsel yes be fulfilled wherever we are this morning. Wherever we are. Wherever we are today oh God. May your counsel oh God find expression in our life. We proclaim it. We declare it. We align with you. We say in the name of Jesus we will continue to abide yes within the ambience of 
of your speaking you say one shall put a fall a thousand but two shall put a fall ten thousand grant us the capacity the spirit of community the spirit of unity the spirit of oneness help us to continue to remind ourselves of the purpose of our existence in times like this oh god help us not to give up help us not to throw in oh god yes the tower help us to take the tower and wash the feet oh god and cleanse the feet of our brother in the name of jesus we receive in the name of jesus strength for a new day strength yes in the name of jesus for a new season we are the sons of noah we have come out this morning to receive strength and rest we bless your name we honor you we glorify your name we thank you lord that we will not give up we declare in jesus name that we are strong you are our stability you are our strength you are our capacity in the name of jesus christ is the hope of all glory Christ is the hope of all glory. Christ, you have become our foundation. Upon you we will build. In the name of Jesus, we declare this morning. As you said, yes, Peter, on, on this revelation, I will build my church. We receive the revelation of Christ, that Christ might be built in us, that we may be built on him. In the name of Jesus, we rise this morning. We mount up, oh God, with wings of an eagle. We soar high above the storm. Father, we thank you. We honor you. I pray for my brothers and my sisters this morning, this afternoon, this evening, wherever they are watching from. I pray grace upon their life. Lord, wherever they are, yes, connected from, I declare in the name of Jesus, restoration, grace, capacity. Thank you, Father, for your wisdom. Thank you, Father, for the flow of your spirit, oh God. Thank you, Lord, for the manifestation of the nature of your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the formation of Christ uh, in our lives, in our homes, in our space. We pray in the name of Jesus. Are there those that are weak this morning? I speak strength to you. Are there those, yes, that are afraid this morning? I speak courage to you in the name of Jesus. I speak faith to your space in the name of Jesus. I declare this morning, arise, take up yes your bed walk in jesus name be healed be restored be renewed be reformed i declare favor of the lord upon your space this morning i declare in jesus name lord open their eyes to begin to see the things that you have provided yes father open their eyes oh god to see in the name of jesus grant them capacity to subdue to subdue to subdue every challenge to subdue every limitation the same storm the same very storm that the disciples were afraid was going to kill them and capsize them was the same storm Jesus walked upon to reach them. May the eyes of your understanding begin to see that the things that seem like crisis and challenge in your life are the very thing that God wants to use to elevate you. I pray that you will see these things this morning. I pray that you will hear these things this morning. I pray that your faith will be steered this morning. I pray that your heart, your mind will not fail you in times like this. I pray that you will receive grace to be able to stand in days of darkness. I pray that you will increase in the light of Christ. I pray that the wisdom of God will continue to guide you. I pray that wisdom will continue to speak to you. I pray that wisdom will continue to endow you. I pray that you will continue to increase in the revelation of Christ, the ascended one. I pray that as John, yes, the beloved was brought to a higher dimension that you will be brought, you will be brought to see, to know, to hear. Hallelujah. Yes, let there be a stirring within your spirit, man. Let there be a rejuvenation. Let there be a motivation to come to 
into the next reality of God's divine intention for your life. I pray this morning that you will be overshadowed. Yes, you'll be overshadowed. And the things that will begin to happen in you, yes, will cause you to give birth. Yes, to that which heaven has ordained for this new season. Be overshadowed by the spirit that you may bring forth. The seed of the man child. Can a nation be born in a day? Can a people, yes, be born in a day? For as soon as Zion travail, I pray this day that you will take the place of divine travailing. And as you travail, you will bring forth the will of God. You will birth the counsels of God. I declare in the name of Jesus that you will be positioned this day, man, that above with strength to give birth. You will not, man, be brought to the place of birth while you give birth to wind. It's not your portion. In the name of Jesus, arise, take your place this morning. Give birth to destiny. Give birth to sons and daughters. In the name of Jesus, grace, grace, great grace upon your life. I proclaim, I declare this day, doors are open to you. Yes, in heavenly places, but you have the grace and the capacity to connect to them and to bring them into manifestation. I declare this is your carious moment. This is your carious day. Stand and see the salvation of your God. The redemption, the redemptive power of God is at work in your life, in your space right now. I proclaim, I declare, this day Manda Riveneno Subrano, the mighty hand of God is guiding you and leading you and bringing you to the place you've never been before. Step into that which the Spirit of the Lord has ordained for you. Rise up. Yes, take your place. Go forth in the power of this might. In the name of Jesus, as you eat and be renewed and be strengthened, you will run and not be weary. You will walk and not faint. In the name of Jesus, I declare this day that you will begin to see the city afar. You will walk in the vision of a new day. You will step into the provision of this season in time. I declare that you are aligned to divine character, to divine constraint. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. The Spirit of the Lord God Almighty is upon you. For he has ordained you this day to go forth and represent his intention. Arise, shine for your light has come. The glory of the Lord is risen, risen upon you. Risen upon you. Risen upon you. The glory of God is risen upon this land. We declare, Father, your glory is risen upon this nation. We come against every spirit of hate, every spirit of prejudice, wickedness in high places. We challenge the principality of destruction across the world, across this continent, across the nation of South Africa. We decree and we declare this day that Christ's reign, his glory reign, his truth prevail. Every spirit of wickedness, perversion, injustice, corruption, lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, pride of life, we bring you down. We proclaim, yes, an awakening, yes, of the sons of God, of the saints of God, that we will cover, yes, this earth with the knowledge of God's glory. I declare, let the church of Christ emerge. Let the truth, let the counsel of God begin to reign. Let the will of God prevail in the name of Jesus. We war against the dragon of wickedness. We war against, yes, the demonic oppression. We war against the satanic interference. We declare, let the kingdom of God come into South Africa, into Southern Africa.
into West Africa, into North Africa, into East Africa, into Central Africa. We declare it arise, O oh God. Let your name, O oh God, prevail. We bring down every false altar. We bring down every false God. We bring down in the name of Jesus the high places. We declare your place is elevated. Your name is elevated. We bring down in the name of Jesus the high places of religion, traditions of men, false doctrine in the name of Jesus, wickedness in the name of Jesus, perversion, corruption, materialism. We bring you down. We declare let the name of God once again be found upon the lips and the heart of man. Let the name of God yes right now be, 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 be proclaimed Lord from the north to the south from the south to the east to the west in the name of Jesus we decree and we declare let your kingdom come rule and reign as it's raining out there oh God we pray let your rain fall upon our land cleanse us cleanse us from wickedness deliver us from demonic interference satanic impositions we break down the walls. We break down the walls of partition. We break down the walls of segregation. We break down the walls of pride and wickedness. We declare this day, let Christ be exalted. Jesus said, if I am exalted, I will draw men. We exalt Christ. We, ex we exalt his ways, his will, his counsel. We exalt, yes, yeah, the spirit of truth. We exalt the counsel of heaven in this land. We thank you, God. Oh, have your way, Father. Glory to your name. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory, glory to Jesus. He is worthy of glory and praise. Elion, we celebrate you. Honor and glory to you. None like you. We declare your glory, O oh God, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. We proclaim your rule and reign, King of the ages. We honor you, Father. We thank you, Lord, for your life. We bless you, God, for your spirit. Oh. Say to my people, rest, rest in me. Rest, rest in my word. Rest in my plans. Rest in my truth. Say to my people, rest in what you have heard. Rest in what you have received. And it shall be well with your soul. May it be well with you. Oh, hallelujah. We build up the wall, oh God. We build up the walls, oh God. The wall of righteousness and peace. We build up the wall of your goodness and mercy. Hallelujah. 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 Mm. want to give thanks to God this morning thank you brother Shea thank you brother uh, uh, brother Mervyn, brother Derek, sister Dioni uh, uh, sister Tina and everyone out there wherever you are watching from wherever you are connecting from thank you for joining me this morning thank you for staying this time with me in the presence of God thank you for sharing this 
wonderful time with me. This is an invested time. I pray that the Spirit of God will continue to, you know, lift you up. The seed that you have sown this morning in this place of prayer, may the Lord continue to reward it. May you continue to grow it. May you continue to have and harvest of it. In this season of great harvest, may your spirit continue to draw the harvest of God. May you continue to reflect his goodness. I appreciate every one of you. Thank you for joining me this morning. By God's grace, if you have electricity this evening, I'll be back. This is our sixth day of this fast. I want to thank God for his grace, for his mercy. I, I mean, it's just so amazing the kind of strength the Lord, you know, has, has given to one to be able to wait on the Lord and be able to do this, not just for myself, but also for you, for our nation, for our community. And of, of course, for the ecclesia, we want to have a people who will step into this twilight of a day, amen, with strength. The Lord is our strength. The Lord is our strength, is our, is our buckler, is our shield. We will not be afraid. This is why this fast has been called and this is why I'm doing this. So I want to thank God that after this fast that we'll be able to step into great things, new things, and we'll be able to journey further. Thank you so much, everyone. May God continue to reward you. God bless you, please. In your private time, if you can, pray for me. I, I, I need all your prayers. I need all your support. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye.